All right. I forget. It don't matter. I mean, I guess I'll go. You gonna let the beat drop? <laughs> yeah. Palms oh, sweaty, knees weak. Um, no. <laughs> Vomit on the sweater. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, from the bottom of the bottom of the map. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. uh. I say I came from the bottom of the bottom of the map yeah. They trying to take my spot, but I ain't even having that uh. In a lost state of mind, I don't think I'm coming back I swear I'm too advanced for the game, boy Ready to face these fears, dreams of fame, boy They can't take it from me, grown the train it will Uh, it's true, uh I'ma keep it, I'ma get it back Uh, uh like a move, like I'm training wheel Cause I'm skilled, they really can't feel How I feel, I'm too ill I do it real, watch my highlight real It's my Achilles heel To make these rappers think they ill They not on the same level as me Cause I peel uh. Uh, Go crazy Alright, <laughs> toss it to uh, Ross Ross, catch, yeah Let me see when the beat come back <laughs> It's your boy Ross Mag, Wall Street Shouty, believe that uh, yeah, corporate thugging since it's juvenile, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, uh, corporate thugging since it's juvenile, all I know, yeah, uh, corporate thugging since it's juvenile, all I know is versatile, yeah, they say think I work at cloth tops, think I work at textile, old hoe trying to reconcile, Ross Mack. I'm on the radio, coming in, fly guy, yeah, way to go. Nigga, catch me at the drink house. Wow. Shouty cute, yeah, open mouth, okay. yeah. Open wild, I'm the wild south, east side, side town, of the wild down, uh. And I'm trying to flow, though. Flow, though. Badge on with the toe, though. Toe, though. Uh, <laughs> toes done, yeah. <laughs> Her did and all that. Period. Y'all did good, you know what I'm saying? I want to keep going now. We know. You got to put another one on, though. Yeah, we got. Oh, y'all want to do another one? Another one. Bring that back. We got to do another one. This is. You got to give us another one, though. <laughs> uh, the goat. The goat. Yeah. To the day I die. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm kick it off. Yeah. To the day. Uh. To the day I die. Put it on my mama. I'ma stay so fly. Fly, little nigga from the east side. Shy. Uh. To the day I die. Everywhere I go. <laughs> Niggas know my name in Chicago Hear me on the radio uh, If your girl bad, I might touch Shawty looking good, don't I bust that uh, We can't curse, so it's cool though Fly young nigga with a cool fro uh, Used to have a little school fro Now nigga got the wave, I'ma keep riding the wave uh, Back in the day, no little nitty from back in the day Whitney Young, get it gay uh. Yeah, how I do, uh, nigga <laughs> Let me pass it off. Period. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh. It's crazy, need less friends and more time yeah. Life way too short, I'm trying to get mine uh. Situation is critical I'm trying to get in touch with a physical While I'm trapped in my mental See it all from a pencil Try eyes out against you Get it before it gets you That's the motto I live by Inhale life Sit back and get high Then they wanna know why Like pie We all flowers Face survive real die Now think about it Face survive real die Now think about it Face survive real die Now Think about it That ain't lie He might touch the sky When they cut it up like that Ooh Y'all, I like y'all. Yeah, that was funny. They say bring the second one. Hey, by the way, they blindsided us. Man. They told us like, hey, y'all got a rap. We, huh? All right. <laughs> it's well, all you good, know, though. research is king. The research is king. <laughs> if you listen on nittiesknocker.com slash radio, <laughs> you can listen to any of our shows dating back to 2016. And know that this has been going on for about seven months now. <laughs> you know, we do this, we do this. But gang, thank gang. you guys so much for like... Warming the room up because now I'm a little moist in the hands. You know, when your hands get moist, Ooh. random. Like, oh, <laughs> oh no! Woo. You know that's R&B. Now somebody come sing some in my ear. I can feel them serenading, making the chills go down your side. That's different. Yeah. But you know, it's like I'm ready to turn up now and get drunk on my song. So, East Side. I both. You from East Side? Where you from? I'm from my West. Period, 290 is. I'm on soul, 290. I'm from over east, so I'm messing with him. East side, crazy. I'm from both. But Chicago, yeah. period, I rock with everybody. Though. Right, but I'm from the west. She like, I'm from the west. Mm. Okay, what side, what, from the west side, where you at? From the west side. Um, I'm off Lamar and Maypole, you know, the Austin Period, area. I was off of, um, what's it called? <laughs> you know, Austin 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 neighborhood. Oh, oh, so Lord, I know exactly I what I said. I said Lamar and Maypole, though, yeah. Yeah, my, you my know, Westside Crazy. So did you start your music career at a young age, or was this something you kind of jumped into? Yeah, I definitely started. as like, at first it was just starting, like, as a form of expression to express myself. For sure. And just get my mind out of what was going on in the neighborhood. And so then it became some uh, turned into a passion, so, over time. So, yeah. Okay. Who do you get your flow from? My or, or how did you develop it? Because <laughs> you got the you rap real fast. You like East Coast rapper. And you um, give me East Coast vibes. Really? Give me East Coast vibes. Don't act like Twister now from Chicago. Yeah. No, like I'm not saying, fast flow. I'm not talking about the fast flow. I'm talking about the like sound of it. Just like oh, okay. the overall. I mean, doing my research and getting into hip hop. You know, you got to study the greats or whatever how it started. So of course it started on East Coast. So yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of Nas and Jay Z, of course. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, East yeah. Coast, and uh, Tribe Called Quest. So I listen to those artists a lot. So yeah. Do you do a song with with one of them? It was only one you could pick. Nas, easy. For sure. What I'll would the song it. be about? Um, I don't know, cause cause it's interesting how Nas rap. Like he his his one verse can be about like a lot of things. So I don't know. We might just go up whatever flow, go off the flow, whatever mood we feeling that day. So yeah. But what would you want it to be like? If you could, if you could have a hit, a banger with Nas, what would that song be about? What would the song be about? For you, like if you could choose it, if you had full creative direction. Full creative. I mean, I, um, I'm interested in a lot of things. Um, would it be about booty? Would it be about? <laughs> it be definitely about. won't be if it's like Nas. Nas. It's Nas. <laughs> nah, it's definitely. Booty? We're yeah, definitely gonna be talking about, about uh, beating it up and hit some of his songs. I mean, like, yeah, but I heard it. A lot of times with, with Nas, what I know, like he put like we'll be talking about like 
what we think can help the world and be a better if place. If I rule the world, like instilling our that. philosophies and like what's going on right now, we're basically talking about current things. Okay, so who I would think. you make a drunk song with, and what would it be about? Because I want to know. I want a drunk song. I want the raunch. What's the raunchy song? Yeah, you gotta have a strip club song. And who is gonna be with? Who would your stripper club? Strip club song Well I ain't gonna lie Since you know Chicago We was just talking about Twist I always wanted to uh, Remake uh, Get It Wet So hey. yeah oh, That's hard That's <laughs> so, yeah. hard I've got in trouble Listening to that one day yeah. <laughs> I'm almost listening to that I was like Alright I'm with Yeah you. that's a classic I always <laughs> wanted to touch that Me too girl What yeah. he getting wet Yeah Ross you are from The south side South side East side and you South said Shore you've been to be exact. Money since a juvenile on this money paper chasing <laughs> since a juvenile. What does that mean, man? I think uh, so. I'm from the east side of Chicago. You know, humble beginnings. South Shore crazy, but nonetheless, like I think, always was instilled in me some type of hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, always just trying to strive for something better. So I remember, uh, you know, selling candy and you know about third grade. You know, getting in trouble. All right, I can only trap on the bus now. On the school bus, they yeah, they smart with it too. Yeah, you know, I got fruities, I got everything. I used to go. It's this big candy store. It was a huge candy store right there on the Dan Ryan. If it's not sixty seventh right or seventy first, right there. Yeah, nah, I remember. I remember. I went up there. I went up. I went up there not that like a year ago. For uh, I went in there and grabbed cases of Fago for when we shot the Fago video. So I remember. But yeah, so I mean, just paper chasing such a juvenile. No matter what it was, I was. Hustling at Winnie Young, you know, legal hustles, you know, you know, I don't knock no type of hustle, but I always keep paper chasing. So what was your like interest in high school and into college? Like, what did you study? Oh, I was business all the way. I um, definitely, you know, business all the way finance. I ended up graduating with a degree in finance. So always was in some type of realm of entrepreneurial or some type of finance and you know, corporate valuations and things of that sort. And you can definitely hear it in your music and your sound. Everything you do, the clothes you wear, you kind of yeah. chill down a little bit today. But usually, we're all stepping out in the suit, the tie, the nice coat. I'm <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. As soon as I, I went on his page, I was like, "That's different." I've never really seen a rapper in the suit and everything and coming like that. I didn't know you was tailor made, and you know, yeah. So how did you like get that like? <clears throat> so my 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 like background or before I got in music I like I I mean I was always interested in music and Nitty could you know speak to it at Whitney Young they ended up have they put a studio in the school like damn near my junior senior year so everybody in, was in there trying to get in the studio but for me I always was interested in making music but in in terms of trade I was you know on some Wall Street stuff so I always was, you know, rocking suits, you know, like I feel like, you know, what you mimic in like the movies you watch, you know, I I used to watch a lot of Wall Street movies as I started to get closer and closer to working on Wall Street, you know, so I always wanted to wear the dopest suits, you know, the custom suits, you know, like I got guys that'll drop, you know, four, five hundred on some shoes, on some mics, or, you know, if not more, I'd rather drop five hundred on a suit, you know what I mean, and that's just how I I was coming. Um, and so, yeah, because it was different. Yeah. I'm like, and that's that's, that's nice. some ti. That's sassy. Like it's that. sassy. It is. Sassy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> when I looked at you, when I've seen you, I, well, I've seen you before at Drink House plenty of times. 
And I'm like, oh, that he, I know who runs the place, who's running this show. <laughs> um, and I like that when I walk into an establishment. First of all, y'all got some good food. I know y'all bartenders, so dope, I, again, dope. I know the establishment. It's a really good establishment. Go eat there. Um, Please and do. yeah, they got really good food. Check I ain't even gonna stun. No drunk stuff. Like the, I was so. Yeah, I was looking at that too. Yeah, That's really good food. So when I was out. looking oh, at it, I was like, yeah, good. Go check it out. Um, that wasn't a pub, but that was just to congratulate him on your business. Appreciate but, um, you. Eight twenty was Jackson small pub. <laughs> 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 Go to drink house, y'all. Nah, but um, I like I got that feel from you, like a Ti vibe, and then. When, that's why actually when you started talking down looked at your page and I'm like oh you from Chicago that's amazing yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I thought, when you talk you sound like you from the south so I look at your vibe yeah. I get your vibe like a T.I. vibe and that's good because I, I fucking love T.I. who don't love T.I. that's crazy so, I went on yeah. a four city tour with T.I. you should you said no you did yeah oh, let me shout out there <laughs> now you I know what's crazy like my voice I don't know <clears throat> I'm through and through from Chicago but I, li- I lived on the east coast for about eight years there or so like college and then New York so oh, okay. but I'm I'm like really Chicago I feel like but yeah. like maybe it's more southern now yeah, I feel like I get that all the time from Chicago that I feel that I sound a little southern yeah, yeah, yeah that's, you all, Chicago from, has that people yeah. got family from most of our families from the south so yeah Chris where's your family from Alabama Gaston Gaston Alabama you know yeah. Bama gang. I, I was just down there. Yeah. I'm Mississippi what? with it. Yeah. My family's from Louisiana. Yeah, my family's hey. from Louisiana, Mississippi, too. Mississippi. There we go. We like, we crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's only if you make, you know, you know what I'm saying? If you bring it out, honey. Don't bring it. <laughs> Slash dash for the whole year. <laughs> Keep the unicorn alive, okay? Keep the unicorn alive. You don't want to go to the, to the dark side. But, uh, Chris, what is music to you? What does it mean to you? Um, music is everything though to me. You know, it, it helped me like cause growing up I was kind of like more so reserved, so it helped me like express myself and get things. And actually, music is like taught me a lot. Like listening to music, I've pretty much I learned everything from music. So yeah, listening and paying attention to it, I always been interested in the business. So yeah. Well, music is definitely uh, the teacher of the world. Um, even you know, our friend Lucifer once lived in heaven because he was he he handled music, and that's why mm-hmm. they say music is of the devil. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, um, just because that was the role of Lucifer. Um, and I think music is a very important part of uh, society. In anybody's culture, but especially in um, minority culture, just because our stories get told so well. Definitely. And um, how do you how do you feel about artists who? Not saying you have to hate them or anything like that, but how do you guys feel about artists who are not pushing the narrative of let's be better, let's be great, you know, let's make money, versus you know, like let's just get drugged up and. <laughs> and um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that one, but uh, they kind of say it sometimes in their songs. But you know, well, we definitely don't support that, like you know, rape. But um, I can say you know, it depends on. It's all about perspective for me though, because you know that might be real to them as far as like doing druggies, doing drugs or whatever, and not rapping about like pushing the culture forward and mm. all about the money or whatever that might it's all about perspective because I can't judge where they come from it's all about how they come up and that might be real to them just because I don't agree with it you know to each his own but yeah that's my take on it yeah no I, I think I think you touched on a good point as far as saying let everybody tell their own truths um, yeah. 
I know for me, like the message I'm telling is definitely it's not going to be the same as a La Pump, for instance. Um, but it, yeah, it's really about you know. I don't necessarily condone certain things people say, but at the end of the day, I'm never going to knock a person making a dollar either. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword mm-hmm. where it's like you want to be able to give a good message, but at the end of the day, good messages don't pay. Mm. So you got to have exactly, and you got to have some level of ratchet to it's the music like to make it go. Because I would be lying Facts. if I said I didn't want to have you know longevity and sell records and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would be lying. So, so you're going to have know. a few little turn ups, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. You got to have some ratchet stuff. Period. You know, it's ups and downs. So, you know, everything People don't is think I'm ratchet, but I can get there. Well, what I, what we say <laughs> well you know, we're from out west. So, you know. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I ain't never met a person from out west and not ratchet. Like what you said. Yeah. <laughs> That's because this is the thing. I lived out west till I was 12. And then. My South Side life was like the older life, you know. I hung out more and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But when I was a twelve year and under West Sider, I was just yelling at dudes, telling them to get off my mama's car. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really. Like <laughs> I did that over you. With it. <laughs> my mama ain't had no car. I'm telling people don't step on my bus car. You know <laughs> what, where are you at from over east? Well, I grew up over on 63rd. And I grew up on 75th and 79th. 63rd and what? About a Y? About a Y, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from over there. I didn't go to High Park though. I went to the University of Chicago, but that's even here. I'm a you went to lab? Girl. Yeah. Oh, you, you got a little bag yeah, I got on. Degree, you know, I you got a little bag on. You know, I see. <laughs> right, we like to keep our accolades. We like to do what we got an accolade. I was about to commend him for getting a the finance degree because that's not easy. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Appreciate and I was going to ask y'all, like, if you could get your, like, your favorite, like, your, like, if you could get one of the best producers to produce your next record, like who would you ask to produce your next record? They could be big or small. Yeah. Come on now. Not this me. is my we this is my friend now, everybody. Because I love Kanye. Tell me why you could have Kanye. Yeah is a music Yeah is a musical genius. He's a savant. And that's probably why he's starting you know, people are starting to think he's more crazy now. But there's not one crazy person. I mean, that's not one savant that's not crazy, just by definition. Uh, college dropout, easily, hands down, top five album of all time. True. Mm-hmm. What about you, Chris? I mean, he, Ye, or, um, Ye would be a good one. Or I'd say for real. I always okay. want to win the song. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He just produced um, Solange, a song on there. Did you know he also helped write the Moo song for Doja Cat? I didn't know that. Moo? That's why I know that song. That song. <laughs> and Doja Cat, that's my sis. If you didn't know me and Doja Cat are like kindred souls, you know we the same person. You know? I can see it. I can see the that's, resemblance. That's my girl. Facts. But you know, I know we're gonna talk about the album. You have an album out, Ross, and I know Chris. You said you had some news. Yeah, I'm actually. Um, yeah, working on something right now. I'm working on a project. Drop right that now. news. Drop, drop it, it, man, drop right news. now. What are we talking about? <laughs> so, um, currently, I'm working on a project. It's called Don't Sleep. And the thing behind that, the thing behind that, um, I want to say about a year and a half ago over the summer, I had um a, a car accident actually while I was I fell asleep behind a wheel, mm-hmm. and you know, luckily I I I I, I didn't I, when I. When the accident happened, I, I didn't have a scratch on me, wow. nothing. So I made it out alive. And then ever since that day, I knew I was here for a reason. So I've been working and making sure, making every day count. So that's why I call it Don't Sleep because of that. And also, you know, Don't Sleep on Me, you know, Don't Sleep on Chicago, period. Because we got talent. So it's like, you know, yeah. Okay. 
That's a blessing. Well, congratulations. I, I, don't sleep, y'all. And don't yeah. sleep on Chris. <laughs> don't sleep. And thank yeah. God that you are here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what's up. Oof. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, car accidents are something else. But the fact that you, you know, were able to be okay, that's a blessing. That's Ross, a- we got music. Believe that. I just dropped a new project called On My Auntie Kids. Oh my Go grab auntie. that like <laughs> yesterday. Hashtag, Hashtag On My Auntie <laughs> <laughs> Believe that. So funny. On my Merch that. <laughs> Album something decent. Oh my On My Auntie Kids. kids. Go get that. It's like streaming now in his bio, y'all. Go get it. Nah, Believe it's actually really good. I, I cruise through it. I'm just checking out. <laughs> Real, man. It's fun. You know, <laughs> something some fun. So how can people um keep up with you guys outside of we're gonna get ready and listen to some of you guys' music and when we get back we're gonna talk about our little unicorn gospel moment, you know. I love people's inputs on the gospel that we bring to the room. But how can people keep up with y'all on a personal level on any and every platform? Yo, this is Ross Mack. You can find me on all socials. That's I'm Ross Mack. That's no A. I'm Ross Mack on all socials or RossMackMusic.com. Or you can pull up on me at Drink House. <laughs> Tonight, Mardi Gras. Yeah. And, and you can find me everywhere on all social media platforms at Chris Deshaun. It's Chris without the H C R I S D A S H O N. Ground and Proof. Period. Yeah. Now we're gonna I say period a lot. You do. You know, I really like it though because that's that really West like, Side coming back in. You. Period. Period. With the T. <laughs> that's actually it's Kid Ken and Queen Key's fault. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> He came here and he was like, "Period." And I'm, "Period." So we just had our little period moment. I've been perioding ever since, huh? <laughs> exactly. I was thinking to start something like exclamation, you know, but I don't think it had a. <laughs> what he say? Period too. Period. Period is when it's real, like, period, bro. Like that's like ultimate. That epitome. Absolutely not. I didn't that's know how the to epitome of finishing a statement. <laughs> Absolutely not. not. We're not going. No, I will. It's okay, guys. You don't no. have to because I will. Period. You're an adult. <laughs> also a unicorn. Tell me where I'm missing oh. something. <laughs> I'm about to sleep, y'all. Y'all have a great night. <laughs> All right. We're about to get into some music with Marie right here on it. He's not going to listen to some Ross Mac. That's Ross with the dollar signs because he's the money man. And Chris Shine right here on Nitty's Locker. <laughs> oh, we out here putting stuff on our auntie kids. <laughs> on our auntie kids. On my auntie kids. On, on, on auntie Drini and auntie Jean kids. <laughs> Shouts out to Marie for hooking that up with music from Chris, Deshaun, and Ross Mack. Yo, yo, yo. How y'all yeah. feel about that? Y'all, that was fun. Was definitely. Turn up. Get, you know, yeah, definitely just late. She, nice. <laughs> she nice on the DJ. My son, she be going crazy. Oh, oh Marie. Boy. Drop Do that. Press that button. Oh, Marie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so malasty with what you got. I ain't even mad. That's me on there. That's you? Yeah. Yeah. Marie, <laughs> <laughs> That's because we had a hey, bad this morning. A no, a no, bad cap morning. <laughs> no cap zone. No cap zone. She like no it ain't. <laughs> hey, but who made that drop for you? She sounds very interesting. Oh, that's you. That's you. Hey, right, who love drop. you more than you? You feel? You got a voice, voice. That's dope. That's a voice. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all hear me crunching, it's because I mean, play my hot, play my hot Cheetos. You know, I like to see Cheetos and socks. But I want to go ahead and jump into Unicorn Gospel. And basically what that is every week is conversations about things that we don't like to address. 
Um, and this week is about one person being enough. Why is one never enough? In this generation, at least. We have a very hard time identifying with a partner because, you know, I guess there's so many that you can see on the internet now. And it's like, man, I could have a chance to be with this or that. And then you have someone right in your face showing you everything that you want and need in the love and the relationship, but you're still like, mm, nah, I'm going to just not. I'm going to just, I'm going to hold on to you, but I'm going I'm to keep playing too. Keep dogging you. So, yesterday I had a moment where an ex reached out after, we broke up three years ago, two and a half years ago, and it was rough, a rough breakup and stuff like that, but I tried to stay friends with him based on everything we had been through. We been It was a long, long relationship, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of family things that happened, so we were tight like best friends. So we broke up. You know, I needed him to be there still for me, like I was there for him, and that mm-hmm. didn't happen. And then randomly, he moved to L.A. a while ago, and then randomly he hit me up saying, hey, I called you. My number changed. He called me. He sent me a DM saying, hey, he was just calling to check on you. Send me a heart. I went into a trigger moment at that point because I'm like, what? Who are you? You know, like then I started remembering all the great things and everything like that. Then it was the remembrance of him saying, I mean, yeah, I love you so much. There's nobody above you, but not right now. Mm. Right? And it's like, but why not right now? And they can never tell you. So my thing is, why? Why is that one person never enough? Hey, Vana G, shouts out to you. What's up? Coming in at the last minute like a real ninja. So why do you guys, let's start with the fellas in the room. Because honestly, this is a question that I pose because, you know, of situations. And I would like to know how how men think. Some men are not good at expressing how they feel about the way they look at relationships. So who wants to start? (laughs) I mean, I'll start. Um, I think, you know, I can't necessarily speak for myself because for me, one is enough. However, um, you know, speaking for... Speaking for everybody else, I think you got to boil down to uh, to society. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, the the popular media portrays like guys, like the cool guy is always the guy that gets money and gets a lot of women, mm. right? And mm-hmm. as you think about that, no matter what movie it is uh, or what song it is, nobody's truly making music about, you know, you know, monogamous love no more, right? Yeah. You know, you think about, um, you know, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, you know, Jay-Z, Big Pimpin' video, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, or well, whatever athlete it is, all guys, due to the way society portrays a successful man, everybody's trying to be what that, what society is deeming a success and that's getting money and getting a lot of women, so... Mm-hmm. And just not now taking that out out the equation, not just saying the psychological aspect, you know what it's like. Uh, everybody wants something they can't have, right? Mm-hmm. Or um, you can you can see it with like if you got a nephew or a little cousin or something, you know they got the best toy in the world, but if you come around next to them and you start playing with a different toy, they're gonna want to play with that toy too. So you know it, it started off as a kid, and it just you know it's only further accentuated as people get older but society you know makes it a certain way so yeah i definitely agree with what he said you know a lot of it be insecurity too you know a lot of people not secure enough with themselves Facts. and um 
Yeah. A lot of people be just like he said, you know, want to be chasing clout and all that, you know. Because for, speaking for myself, one person is enough because you can get whatever out there, you know, but it's not, you're not going to get the same energy with that one person. You might connect more with one person, you know. They might look out for you a different way. You know, they for you, you know, instead of just having anybody because nobody wants anybody who's been with everybody, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why do you think that's such a hard thing for people to come to realize? People, that's the thing. You know, like, why is it so? Because this, you guys sitting in the room, do you feel the same way, Keith? I feel the same about what? Just like one is enough. I, I personally do think one is enough. I think what we fail at is, fail at as men is that. Uh, All the booty on Instagram? <laughs> It's 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 Instagram. It's it's the sex that's being sold to us through all mediums, mm-hmm. uh, you know, media and all of that, uh, social media, all of that. But it's too it's wisdom. Like we don't necessarily know what it is at such a young age to have like a ride or die. Like everybody talk about ride or die, ride or die, and like that single that that one woman who's gonna be wifey. A lot of the women at the ages we eight at ain't. At that point where they ride it Do you think they're not at that point or you're just not messing with the people who are? Because no, look, I, I I'm going to get defensive. I think, I think no, no, because no. it wasn't for you to get defensive. <laughs> yes. I was saying there, the situation could be could be both sides. It yeah. could be you yeah, messing definitely. with somebody who's not giving you what it actually is that you need. And therefore, you start wandering off. Or it could be you do have that great person who's there. And you just stupid, and you know you're not smart enough to see what's in front of you. Think, so yeah. you always thinking that you know the grass is green on the other side. When yeah. in actuality, like you got a you got some nice, nice ass grass. line right here. Nice you know what I mean? Got. So it just it's just <laughs> like some stupidity. You know, looking over the fence on that Mr. Feeney. You know, looking too much of what he got. You know, trying to keep up with the next dude, his arm piece and all that. Like just, I said, insecurity. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, like, I feel like the reason why most people, both men and women, don't feel like they can be monogamous is because, like, they be insecure. They be scared to give somebody they all. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to love the idea of loving love. Like, oh, like, you used know. Used to. No, mean? I still do. I don't have a problem, like, loving love. Like, you know, um... Just wanting it. Just wanting wanting somebody, like, special. I watched a lot of movies and, uh, (laughs) and, uh, like, Love Jones. I'm very romantic and stuff like that. But you get older. I went to college, and I just started seeing how niggas was dogging females. And I was single for most of my college career. Thank God. Because then I seen, like, because I was really close with guys, like, on some chill stuff. And I used to see them flipping birds. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this, yes, I'm talking about families, and I used to be like, and then I started to realize that most men or most people in general have insecurities within themselves, again, and they start to, like, project them onto other people, and they think that they start looking for Captain Save, you know, people to come and save them in relationships, but I feel like, again, I take that, you know, moving forward, I just feel like it's people that's just not, like, ready to own up to their own stuff and like get themselves together for real like face those their own personal demons before like they see other people and they just want all of these people cause it's out there or you see people that's attracted to you off something mo- you know I've done that before like I had somebody really really good and I'm like but this grass look kinda good they got flowers over yeah, here yeah and then that's the thing too I you don't really flowers. realize the levels of manipulation that can come with you absolutely um, wanting so much right so you you're with somebody 
and you know the family knows this person you know it's legit like hands down this is us and you have the other person thinking you're going to get married and things like that but then when that person does something bad it's like oh everything's over but then you find out how much somebody else has been doing the entire time just to hold on to you you know they keep the door closed from you knowing who they really are so that they can hold on to you for when they're ready to be who you know, when they're ready to be a great person for That's you. That's when you have to know as a person when you have, when you are being manipulated. Like, I feel like um, if I was, like, I've seen women manipulate men a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of men get manipulated as they're, you know, we, you know, as a woman, we throw that, you know, that notion of, you know, men ain't shit, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But honestly, there are some really good men out here, and I see them being manipulated by horrible women. And I just mm-hmm. feel bad because... For y'all, me and y'all not as sometimes y'all not as strong as women and women we do like go through a lot of, you know, messed up stuff sometimes, but men I ain't like that all the time. So you get one bad joint and she ruins your whole life sometimes. And I just be feeling like bad for those kind of guys because those women I those women don't know no better. I don't know how I don't know. Shoot, with that one. With that one. You women. think that's like a one sided thing though? Like you don't like because even going back to when you said insecurities, like I feel like men and women who like who maneuver through relationships in that manner. No, I said both. I said both men and women. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say just men. But uh what what did you just say? Oh, uh when a man comes like when a man gets dogged by a woman. Oh, you feel like that too though. Like you don't yeah, think no, that I said both. Oh. Dang, Keith. Hey, I be trying to stick up for the guy. He be trying to get me ready for yeah. so yeah. me up with But that's so why so this is open dialogue <laughs> from everybody. It's a lot yeah. of estrogen going it on, is. I feel. No, so but I also it's women's history. Yeah, it's women's history. Don't do me like that. I will have to pop the trunk. Don't do that. But she this is open, it's open dialogue. I'm speaking both sides. Both men mm-hmm. are do dog stuff. And women, I see women. Nowadays, yeah. I see more women do it. So now. We, I think I think Honestly. now more than ever, it's, it's more accessible to mm-hmm. do dog stuff yeah. for both men and females. Yeah. That is so, it's a billion and two day naps. It's so much yeah. social media. It's just so much promiscuous stuff going on on the internet which has you know guys and girls trying to see if it is greener on the other side Um, but I think it's just a function of just maturity because when you were talking about college Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it might be like a very small percentage of real relationships that are formed and and go beyond college. Like, college is just, you know, people learning about themselves. Everybody, I ain't gonna lie, everybody, I think everybody has to have, like, everybody has a host stage, I call it. Yes, they do. Women get more dogged for it, though. Like, oh, you got a host stage. Not that child got Amber Rose. She's trying to make that cool. Not necessarily my host stage. I don't think it's that. My yeah, whole thing is lying I'm about it. That's my whole thing is lying about it. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we not we not we not gonna keep we gonna slow down about the whole talk because this is not what we talking about today. You feel me? We not we not talking about hoes today. We're talking about why people think the way that they do. You feel me? Because it's deeper than that. Why do people call people out of their name and stuff like that when it comes to relationships and just being real? And that was a good point you made. That was a good point you made about um, college relationships because that probably was a, a, a flag on the play for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I started in that relationship at, at 19 years old. 
Oh, he yeah, was 18, and, yeah. but we we were together until I was 24. Yeah, don't, okay. don't so, he wasn't ready for that. You could tell just off back. That's he wasn't true. Ready. He wasn't ready. I, I come from a different upbringing as well. You know, my mom raised me to be a wife, raised me to have certain standards and, and that do certain has a things. Lot to do with it. So if you're mm-hmm. not dating somebody who understands that or is not used to seeing that, mm-hmm. then it could cause a lot of issues. Because I know a lot of women that's not raised how you like yes. brought mm-hmm. up. It's women that tell their daughters like. Uh, you Use your body a, to get what you want, yes, you know. Get you a man yes. with, no, with yes, get you a man with some money. You know, date a broke man. You know, and that's and that's you know that's not you know, yeah, that's not what's up. It's not. But all that to say, yes. I mean, we got to get ready to wrap it up. Um, it's a good dialogue to have. It's a good dialogue to have with people that you're dating. Girl, them chips loud. I hear it all through the microphone. In these flaming highs, like <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have the conversations. Whether you are in a relationship or not in a relationship, find out if it's forever love or not. You can ask people what their goals are with you. You can, and we're older now, you know. And even for younger people who listen in, ask questions before you put yourself in a hole. Before you you put yourself in a position you're not ready for. And if you see a sign, believe the sign. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I think that's a big part of failures in relationships and ending up with people who are too too busy for one person or too all over the place for one person, which don't make them wrong. It just means you're not for me. And not too many chances either. Going yeah. back to the ride or die, I just feel like the ride or die is this it's concept a horrible of position. men thinking that they can put you, well, or women, let's put that on both sides, okay, Keith? <laughs> 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 they can just blow you do, up. <laughs> you know, anything, and then that, like, build character in the relationship You've been something. with me for 30 years. The fact that you, Bye. you know, I'm not finna you, be didn't with dog, you. we didn't dogged each other Keith? out, both of us, and now we oh, got wow. this tight relationship. <laughs> yes. I just so, want to add that. Like, so, all of that being said, I'm grateful for a great show, great dialogue, great conversations. Feel free to talk to me on Instagram about it because I'm probably going to open it up on Instagram today as a little question. Black thing. men don't cheat. Facts. Get out. Let's start that. Black men don't cheat. Facts. Big facts. I mean, fact. if you can make it's like it a an movement. actual fact. For it's scientifically mean, proven. You know what? Black men right. don't you cheat. Gotta, it's time for Big Ross facts. to go. Ross Big gotta facts. Go. <laughs> He got it's scientifically <laughs> proven. All these men in the room. Get oh, we, are we outnumbered, ladies. Wait we gotta go. We were the <laughs> black man. Don't minority. cheat. But look, yeah. let's flip it. Make it a positive. Start the hashtag, and hopefully, a movement can start from that. It already, no, it's it's it, it, it's a fact a though. But I'm gonna need that action Ross, to be not behind that. that. It's still not a movement. You know how many black men cheat? All of them. I've not seen one. He don't cheat. Look at him. He's chilling. He like I don't even cheat. They both said that they could be with one woman. Our guest tonight. That's a fact. What? I know I, okay, but I it's, am. It's more, y'all. It's like more men than what Brown said. I know he a cheater. Not even close. Really? Not even close. We not my lip. <laughs> we not gonna do this. Black men don't cheat. Thank everybody. I'm, I'm thanking I'm thanking everybody so much yeah. for being here today yes. on Nitty's Knocker Radio. Our time is done for the week. And if you enjoy the conversation, enjoy what we do here, feel free to reach out at nittysknocker.com. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm your serenity. Or you can go to the radio page at Nitty's Knocker. We here for y'all. We want to hear what you got to say. And we want y'all to listen every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, AM 1680, or QUE, the number four, dot org. And until we talk next week, lovelies, peace, love, and happiness. Peace. Yes. Thanks.